In this day and age in our society, one of the most challenging phrases, and I think this has actually been true for generations, so it's not like this is just a new thing now. I was wrong. Or I made a mistake. Or I don't know. You know, it's amazing. So when you've got kids, if you've got them, you probably know this. If you don't have them, you will when the time comes, if that's the route you choose to go. And if not, you can even glean this from just observing others' kids. Uh, But, uh, you know, when you have them, it's more prevalent, obviously, because you've got, you're around them all the time. And it's a blessing. And one of the favorite things that I hear from my twin five-year-old boys is when they say, I don't know. Because I'm okay with that. Look, if you don't know, let's sit down and figure it out. If you don't know, let's learn. Now, there are certain things that we've told you 500 times and you should know, but there are also things that you just have to go through in life with experiences. And so shout out to St. John's Episcopal Church because that's where I attend and uh, Sunday school class that we're in. And it's kind of a TED Talks, life lessons, philosophy class, and then there's scripture that's interwoven in there. And, and one of the points that's often brought up is how do you handle wanting to nurture your kids but also expose them to the fact that the real world has some nature to it that is not nearly as nurturing as you would want as a parent. And I, I say all this to start things off in the fast lane because saying you were wrong for the longest time was vilified. In sports media, you'll still find so many people who, if you told them to say I was wrong, you might as well say I love Satan out of that. And I'm sure somebody will clip that and have fun with that soundbite. Go ahead. Uh, but... You might as well just have said that because that's what it feels like it's the equivalent to. So let's go to this past weekend's big storyline in the NFL and the life lessons that you could potentially take from this. And again, there are plenty more life lessons I have to learn. A lot of my life lessons that I even speak on, it's basically just me screwing up and having to figure it out. One of them is realizing that it takes me a long time to admit when I'm wrong, but I'd like to think I've gotten better at that. And gotten better at that and still have room to get better the other is the art of learning how to lose in a sporting event or in any competitive environment for that matter you know sales is a competitive environment it's a big part of what we do with the virginia talk radio network and big part of my role specifically we like to be as good as we possibly can as a product with the foul ball area podcast and here in the fast lane so there are times where we get critiquey about what we've done and you have to learn through the mistakes and trial and error and just getting better and better. And you know, whether it's Trey with the foul ball area podcast or when he's filling in for me or when we're doing the fast lane together or whatever the combination is, you know, we'd like to think we get better. Well, part of that is you have to learn how to handle success and how to handle disappointment. And that's where I can actually forgive the Kansas City Chiefs because you heard it as well as we did this past Sunday. The play that has garnered so much attention from their loss to the Buffalo Bills, as you heard on the CBS Sports Radio Lynchburg app from Sports USA. Mahomes gets a snap. Here comes another blitz. Flag down on the sideline. Mahomes looking. Throwing over the middle. Caught. Kelsey at the 30. 25 in the middle of the field at the 20. Throws a lateral on the left sideline. 15, 10, 5. Touchdown, Kadarius Tony. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. What a play. But I think the flag's going to go against Kansas City. Offside, number 19, offense, lined up in the neutral zone. Five-yard penalty. Check it out. Oh, wow. Man. Yes, oh, wow. Here's the thing, though. The video clearly shows this. 
The photographic evidence shows it. Like, it's not subjective. Like, was he really holding or not? Was it really illegal contact or not? I mean, offsides, it's like Mission Impossible. You remember the little lasers in Mission Impossible? I can't believe I'm using a movie reference that doesn't have anything to do with Good Burger or the Three Stooges or anything else. Good Burger, home of the Good Burger. Can I take your order? Oh, don't get me started. Those will be coming soon, Trey. Plenty of those. But Mission Impossible, you know the little lasers where if you touch the laser, it like sets off the alarm and everyone knows what's going on? And that's in other movies, but that's the one that came to mind for me. Offsides is kind of that way. Like, either you're offside or you're not. Like, it's it's not a gray area. It's subjective. You know, in baseball, balls and strikes, gray area. It's subjective. Offsides, was it fair or foul, is objective. Either it was or wasn't. Tennis, was the ball on the right side of the line? Did it hit the line or was it out? Like, there are certain things that are just black and white in sports. That's one of them. Well, the replay clearly shows Kadarius Tony was offsides. And yet, you get this from the Kansas City Chiefs afterwards. One, head coach Andy Reid, supposed to be the leader of the organization. And here's a montage from Jerry Kolnick, who put this together. Great work from him, 6.10 a.m. out in Kansas City with Andy Reid and company, but most specifically Andy Reid and his disdain for the call being ruled. It was a heck of a football game down to the end. Um, very disappointed that it ended the way it did. And um, normally I'll get, um, you know, I, I never use any of this as excuses, but normally I get a warning before something like that happens in a big game. Um, a bit embarrassing in the National Football League for that to take place. Normally, yeah, normally uh, if, if it's even close, um, you get you get a warning. Uh, the head coach gets a warning. I mean that normally. So I don't know. I didn't have a protractor out there, but um, it's a bit embarrassing. I've been in the league a long time, and uh, I haven't had one like that. So not where not where at least for that kind of a position there that it, it's not uh, given a heads up to. Andy Reid, pretty effusive in his disdain for the. Flag that was thrown for Kadarius Tony being offside. Never mind, it was clear that Tony was offside. And then Patrick Mahomes afterwards, mentioning that this loss was tough to swallow. I mean, obviously tough to swallow. Um, I mean, not, not only for, for me, but just for football in general. I mean, just to take away greatness like that. I mean, for a guy like Travis to make a play like that. And who knows if we win, but as I know as fans, you want to see the guys on the field decide the game. And that's why last week I didn't say anything about the flag. They didn't get called on the Marquez. And so, I mean, I, it, I mean they're human, man. They make mistakes. But, I mean, I'm, it's every week we're talking about something. And all I can do is go out there and give everything I have. And I'm proud of the guys because that's what we did. And it was a great football game that ended. Another great football game that just ended like that. It's just tough, tough to swallow. Patrick Mahomes afterwards, tough to swallow. I mean, imagine being a Philadelphia Eagles fan when the subjective call of pass interference in the Super Bowl was actually called. Yeah, let's not talk about that. I mean, you know, you heard it on the CBS Sports Radio Lynchburg app like you do the NFL playoffs that will be coming up on CBS Sports Radio Lynchburg and plenty of other great action. But that's the thing. I actually will give the Chiefs a pass because Andy Reid, it's been a long time since he had to deal with losing. Really, his last year in Philadelphia when they had the 4-12 and season and you could tell the end was near and it was kind of like Belichick actually in New England this year where, you know, great run, but the time had just come for a change. And I'm not an Eagles fan bitter at Andy Reid. In fact, I remember before Andy Reid with 
uh, Ray Rhodes and Rich Kotite and the group they had there, which was just terrible. Uh, then eventually, Andy Reid came in and put this per- the Eagle way in. He was the, really the chief architect of it. So I have no ill will toward him. But when he started off his first year in Philly... best coaches ever. Yeah. I mean, his first year in Philly was bad. His last year in Philly was bad. But outside of that, there's not been a lot of losing. So it's been a while to exercise the memory of how to handle losing. And frankly, again, if you're competitive, you don't want to be losing so much that you have to relearn how to handle losses. Or in the case of the Chiefs now, it's a losing streak. Having lost to Green Bay the week before and then to Buffalo this past weekend. Don't even get me started, by the way, on Green Bay losing to the Giants last night or the Tennessee Titans comeback slash Miami Dolphins collapse in South Beach. What a wacky night of football. Any given Sunday or, I guess, Thursday, Monday, or Saturday, if you want to talk about it. But I'll actually give the Chiefs a pass because Andy Reid then came out and took the, the heat. He didn't apologize for being upset with the call, but falling on his proverbial sword that this falls on him for teaching Kadarius Toney, which... I actually think it's just a coach protecting his player because this is the same Kadarius Tony that was a first-round pick by the Giants and got ushered Basically, out. Basically, cost them two games this year. Yes, because he also had drop passes that led to an interception and a touchdown Not, against yeah, a, pick uh, six. a pick six against Detroit. Which also you heard on the CBS Sports Radio Lynchburg app. Very good memory, Starting Trey. to get a theme here. Yes, very good memory, Trey. I mean, there's just uh, there's so many big games, you might as well just assume they're on the CBS Sports Radio Lynchburg app. But anyway, Trey, um, he, here's the thing. You look at that. Kadarius Tony, and yet Andy Reid fell on the sword. That's normally who Andy Reid is, is how to handle it. How to handle losing in general. Look, I'm not the best at that. It's taken me a long time to learn how to handle disappointing performances. I run and play tennis, and I'm, I'm still having to learn how to handle that. And I'm not on the hook for potentially millions upon millions of dollars with how a game could ride. And this is not betting related. This is they're under contract to win football games, and that's what your job is. And the more you win and the better you perform, the more incentives you hit and everyone gets paid more in the immortal worlds of Kenny Powers. Dollar, dollar bills, y'all. So I actually give credit and a life lesson for Andy Reid to come out and say that they should have taught Kadarius Tony and, and reinforced how to handle a situation like being called offside. Because in reality, Tony has had plenty of issues that he could have figured out from Florida to the Giants to the Chiefs now. And then Patrick Mahomes as well and his apology Yesterday, going on the radio in Kansas City, Patrick Mahomes deserving credit for this as well. Obviously, you don't want to react that way. I just, I mean, I care, man. I love it. I love, I love this game. I love my teammates, and I want to go out there and put everything on the line to win. Um, but uh, obviously, can't can't do that. I mean, can't be that way towards officials or really anybody in, in life. Um, so I probably regret acting like that. Um, but more than anything, I mean, I, re- I regretted the way I, I acted towards uh, Josh after the game because he had nothing, nothing to do with it. And um, so I, I was uh, I, I was still hot and emotional. Um, but you can't do that, man. It's not a great example uh, for for kids watching the game. So uh, that, that that was more upset about that than I was about me on the sideline. Look, I get it. You know, it's the heat of the moment. It's upset. It's frustrating. Um, there, there are ways to handle losing in life and in sports, and you're not perfect. And if you don't lose very often, which the goal is to not lose, so frankly, you don't want to be overly familiar with how to handle it. But you know, you've had losses before. I've always said I give people a heat of the, the moment pass on situations like this, and it's not a habitual problem of poor behavior for a guy like Patrick Mahomes. He slammed the helmet down. He said some stuff to Josh Allen after the game that we're not going to play the soundbite for because it's going to be more expletives than it is actual words that have come out uh, from Patrick Mahomes' mouth. But, you know, everything leads up to him apologizing on the radio in Kansas City, to which I actually say Patrick Mahomes 
deserves a lot of credit in that regard for how he handled this particular situation, coming out and admitting that he was wrong. If you keep making the mistake and keep admitting you're wrong, people then don't give you the benefit of the doubt or give credence to you admitting that you're wrong. But if it happens once, you can kind of tolerate it and understand it. And frankly, I think you should want more of that in the world of sports, Trey. Yeah, and Ryan Clark brought up this point on a different show. Um, former Steelers safety, Ryan Clark. Former Washington safety. Let's keep it local here. I like it, Trey. Um, that I think part of his over-frustration was the fact that this is, what, the fourth at least fourth game this season. Basically, what, they have four losses. So, yeah, their fourth, this fourth game this season, a wide receiver has cost them a game. Like, it's it's basically this game, this their, this team this year, if they have, and it appears Rasheed Rice is emerging, but you can't rely too much on a rookie, especially a late, a second-round pick rookie. Um, and I think his frustration for this team and how, Certain players have, time in and time out, whether it's MVS or Kandarius Tony, have been the reason they've lost or these moments have happened. And yes, it was a very and and it, yes, it was a very ticky tacky call. Yes, typically, as someone who has worked a sideline as an official before, you typically communicate with the receiver on your side, especially the one that's on the line of scrimmage, make sure they're in the right position. So I. It, it, it's a little bit of this has been a frustrating year, especially with that position group. If you're Patrick Mahomes, who is the best quarterback in the NFL and is, you know, you know, he's going to have to face a road playoff game, which if that is the, you know, the fact that it's taken this long for him to have a ro- maybe face a road playoff game is pretty impressive considering he's been to what his, the worst season he's had is lose the AFC championship game. So I, I think part of it was the frustration, but to atone for it after the fact, I think you give him credit because you, you really do need like 24 hours of just kind of reacting to that game. Because, like, you go to back to the Super Bowl, and I wasn't even in the game. I needed and I, I needed 24 hours after that call to be like, you know, to get over it. And as I, a fan, as a fan, so I. I think, and by the way, that Super Bowl you're referring to the most recent one is the yeah Eagles with fan. the James Bradbury holding call, and you know I just. You know, and you, you kind of get over it and you have to move on. It, at the end of the day, does it change my opinion about Patrick Mahomes? Uh, no, because he's Patrick Mahomes. I mean, uh, this is not the first nor last great athlete to be visibly upset about a bad call. And here's the thing, and I'll go back to the point that, that I made earlier, and not to just totally repeat myself 500 times, but th- there's a reason for emphasizing this. If you're... A multi-time offender who keeps apologizing, we'll use this analogy locally, everyone can appreciate He's this. been a model citizen. If you're Grayson Allen at Duke That's and you keep one. making mistakes and your Coach K who keeps defending Grayson Allen or your Grayson Allen who keeps doing the same thing and you never really change but you keep apologizing for I it. I mean, if this was Kadarius Tony that had that kind of freak out, let's put it that way. Or Kadarius Tony said what he said afterwards and it became viral the way it was for Patrick Mahomes. Which... First of all, it wouldn't because Kadarius Tony's not on the level of prestige of Patrick Mahomes. But if it was, or again, to our Grayson Allen analogy, where you burn the benefit of the doubt, you burn that bridge, then that's a problem. But Mahomes, as you mentioned, Trey, he's by and large, he's been a model citizen. He's handled himself as well as you could expect as a quarterback, as a leader. It is an unusual circumstance. And frankly, if I'm Andy Reid and the Chiefs, I know this may not be popular to say, I'd rather Mahomes do what he did than to say, look, man, 
I've been carrying this team for weeks, and I can't do it all. You remember the old Leon from the Budweiser commercials? My favorite guy? I gotta pull that soundbite up at some point. But he could have easily gone the Budweiser Leon route. I can't do it all. He didn't. And let's be honest. Yes, you take more money, which McCombs has. You're gonna lose some playmakers here or there. But you can also make room for some because Mahomes has taken less than market value when quarterback salaries have started to rise to $50 million a year or more. And Mahomes is finally there, but he's taken less over a longer period of time. When you take more money, you do have fewer weapons. But this has been a subpar year even by that standard for the Chiefs. And good organizations are going to have down cycles. Philadelphia's defense, the Kansas City Chiefs offense, they're both model organizations, top 10 in the NFL. But you're not going to be perfect every year because the nature of the league in the NFL puts you in a spot where you're going to have these cycles where sometimes you just cycle down and you're having to scrap and claw with what you have and it creates frustration and you have to learn how to handle that. And for Mahomes, this is still a process that's new to him because as you mentioned, Trey, this is the first year that Kansas City may not have the road to the the Super Bowl go through Kansas City at all during the Patrick Mahomes tenure. And that says something as much as anything about that. More on this, by the way, later because we've gotten some feedback. Fast Lane, Ed Lane, wherever you listen to podcasts or Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. However, when we return to the Fast Lane, Ben Cates, newsadvance.com. And then after that, we'll have your feedback in the Fast Five at Five-ish. We're calling a little bit of an audible here in the fast lane on the CBS here we Sports go Radio. yes thank you trey we're calling a bit of an audible on the cbs sports radio lynchburg app 